It's the JT The Brick Show. They get the snap ball. Hand off Jacobs. Has the first down of the goal. 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Raiders. Broadcasting live from the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio. Raiders bring a blitz. He is smothered and brought down. Max Crosby came around for the sack. Your silver and black home to sound off for over 20 years. Shotgun snap to Stidham. Lobs near corner for Adams. Makes the grab in the corner. Touchdown, Raiders. An absolutely perfect pass. And Adams dragged his feet in the back left corner. And now, filling in for JT today is Harry Ruiz. Hour number two of the JT The Brick Show, closing off the week here on Raider Nation Radio with this show. Of course, Q Myers is coming up with Unnecessary Roughness from 2 to 5. But today, Rookie Minicamp is going heading on their way today, tomorrow, and Sunday. So the rookies getting their work in at Raiders headquarters. We had Levi Edwards from the Raiders on the line uh, in the first hour of the show. And we even heard him talking with some of the coaches. And he's like, all right, I got you guys. Give me a sec. I'm on the radio on Raider Nation Radio. So it's going to be fun seeing what the Raiders got going on over there. No media coverage allowed on those days. So whenever we're allowed in the building, we'll be out there. You know Q. He never misses a practice whenever he's not on the air. He's out there. Vinny Vonsignor, he never misses a beat out there whenever the Raiders are in action. So Raider Nation Radio has you covered with everything related to the silver and black. Shout out to the folks on social media showing love on Twitter. They're always uh, Fabian. He always listens to the show. Just when Wendy. Shout out to Big Raider from Vegas, Jason D. Uh, I just got another tweet over here from uh, Memento Mori who loves the bye week on week 13th ahead of those three divisional games in the last four weeks to close off the season. This schedule, I'll be honest, once I finally was able to evaluate the whole thing, the way it got set up for the Raiders, I liked it. And you heard it, what I told you guys. That bye week, the Raiders had never had a bye week after week 10 in the franchise history. So they had week 10 bye weeks in 91, in 2004, 2010, 2016, 2017. And I was looking at all the bye weeks. I went all the way from 1990, when which was the first season where the NFL actually started having bye weeks in their campaigns, all the way to 2023. And when they were in Oakland... They were having those bye weeks early, week six, week seven, week five, week three in 2006 and 2002. And the only thing that came to mind was like, yo, you know what? Maybe they were asking the league to have those early bye weeks. Why? Because they were sharing a football stadium with a baseball team, with the Oakland Athletics, and try to avoid uh, having an extra week of play at that stadium when you still had uh, that infield dirt available out there, when Sebastian Janikowski was trying to avoid it, when Shane Leckler was trying to get his footing set before a punt when he was on the dirt. So uh, that was what I was thinking. Now that they have Allegiant Stadium all for themselves, they're able to maneuver around. And by the way, uh, great point by some of my friends that I have a, a thread on uh, on my phone with folks from Oakland that travel to the games. I was telling them, I was like, yo, preseason game against the Niners is either going to be August 10th, 11th, 12th, or 13th. And then I got a text. It's like, yo, August 11th is the Carol G concert at Allegiant Stadium. So more than likely, that home preseason game against the Niners could be on August 13th on a Sunday, which would be fantastic for me. I prefer those football games on Sundays instead of 
Thursday, Friday, Saturday, but that's just me putting two and two together. Nothing official. The Raiders still haven't announced a preseason date for their lone preseason game at Allegiant Stadium. We'll keep that in mind. By the way, another soccer game coming to Allegiant Stadium uh, besides the Manchester United game. There's also going to be Barcelona coming back to Las Vegas for the second year in a row. Today, it was announced that the eventual La Liga champions are going to win their 27th league title in Spain. Barcelona is going to take on AC Milan from the Serie A from Italy. They're in the Champions League semifinals right now. So that's going to be a highly competitive game at Allegiant Stadium. The date, August first that's one of the cool things right now in las vegas with the legion stadium with the death star it doesn't only mean that we get raiders football in uh, in one of the best stadiums in the world that means that we're getting some incredible events that are coming into town and i was looking at the schedule set for the rest of the year and i mean beyonce carol g ed sheeran all those concerts i mean that's incredible but once september rolls around it's pretty much Raiders football that we're focused on in that stadium. And, of course, all those trips that you guys are planning out here to Sin City to enjoy our town. So we dove deep into the first eight weeks of the season. Let's go from week nine to week 18. Week nine, that kicks off a back-to-back against the New York teams. New York Giants first. New York Jets afterwards, and that Jets game is a Sunday night football game. So the third primetime game for the Raiders at Allegiant this season, of course. Aaron Rodgers is a huge storyline in the NFL, and they're getting a lot of primetime games out there in the Big Apple with their new QB. They're a very talented team. That's going to be a difficult game, but I like it that it's at that time of the year where the Raiders defense should be shored up when the Raiders defense should have that Patrick Graham scheme all under control year two yes you got new players but you also got players from last season that understand it a little bit more and that can bring up to speed the guys that are joining this squad week 11 at Miami I like that spot for that Miami trip I really like it and that's going to be the a road game that is sandwiched in between five home games. So between week nine and week 15, the Raiders will play five home games and only one road game, that Miami game. So that stretch of games is going to be very, very important for the Silver and Black. If you can get a result out of Miami, which you don't know what's up with Tua Tungavailoa out there, uh, is Mike White going to be playing? The new backup for Miami is Skylar Thompson going to be playing. They had a carousel of quarterbacks under control over there in Miami last year. That game is going to be very interesting and very important, in my opinion, before you host Kansas City in Week 12. Then the Raiders get that late bye week, Week 13, ahead of two games in five days. Week 14 versus Minnesota, the reigning champs in the NFC North, but that they got booted out of the playoffs in the wild card round by the Giants. And then you get the Chargers week 15, Thursday night football. And this game starts a stretch of three out of the next four for the Raiders are going to be divisional games. I like it that way because if, and I hope when, the Raiders are contending to be in the playoffs, these divisional games, they count double. Why? Because if you win, the other team stays back. They get a loss in their record. They don't move up. So if you're able to get results 
in those final four games, which three of them are divisional, that's going to be huge for the Raiders. Week 15, Thursday night football, primetime game in Las Vegas against the Chargers. Week 16, and also you get Thursday night football, and then the next time you play is going to be a Monday game. So the Raiders, they're pretty much going to get 10 days without a game between the Chargers game and the road game against the Chiefs on Christmas Day. If you that's like an extra bye week for the Raiders, pretty much. You get time off to get your body ready as players, as coaches. You get extra time, additional time to be able to prepare your plan for that Kansas City Chiefs game. I love it. I know that the weather ain't gonna be great out there in Arrowhead, but the opportunity to be in your best position possible physically that's great for when you go out there to play Patrick Mahomes Travis Kelsey and the Kansas City Chiefs week 17 at Indianapolis I mean Anthony Richardson in my opinion should be starting early with the Colts should be playing at that late of the season of course and it's going to be growing pains for him potentially Shane Sykin the new head coach trying to get it underway in, J- in Philadelphia. Jalen Hurts wasn't a first-year hit for them. It took him time to grow. It's going to take them time to grow with Anthony Richardson. It's going to be interesting, and I think that's a game that the Raiders can win to enter into Week 18 against the Denver Broncos. I know JT said that he didn't like having those bookends, having your first game of the season and your last game of the season against the same opponents. I personally do like that. I'm, and especially being the Denver Broncos, a team that you have owned over the last three years. I know it's a different coaching staff. I know that Russell Wilson doesn't have the same control that he had last year with that franchise when he rolled in and he was pretty much king in that building where he had his own office and all that. It's a different regime, but if you make me choose Raiders or Broncos, last year I chose the Raiders over the Broncos. This year, I would choose the Raiders over the Broncos. If I was in a neutral party, if I wasn't in the situation I'm at, I would still pick the Raiders over the Broncos. Yes, they got good pieces on offense, but look at that wide receiver core. I mean, those guys haven't produced the way that they've needed. Their running back room, they've gotten hurt constantly. They haven't had a back that has stayed healthy in how long? That's going to be, for me... Two games that the Raiders have to win, week one and week 18. And then if you can add eight wins between week two and week 17, that's going to give you an opportunity to potentially be in the playoffs. Double-digit wins, more than likely, you're making it into the postseason. And that's all the Raiders want right now. Get yourself in the playoffs and be competitive in the playoffs. And you never know. You might end up getting into the next round. And then if you're in the next round, that motivation, that momentum is in your favor. Keep moving forward that's what the Raiders need to do it's been a while since this team has won a playoff game it's been a while since this team has won a Super Bowl game the Raider Nation wants it the Raider Nation needs it and right now Josh McDaniels Dave Ziegler they got their people in the building they got their people in the front office they got their people in that locker room and believe it or not I trust them I think that this is the way the team is being built of course everybody wants immediate Gratification, immediate success. Very few places have been able to bring in a new coaching staff, a new front office, and in year one, be super successful, be able to get into the Super Bowl, be able to win a championship. Very few places. The Raiders, right now, Mark Davis, he's trusting these guys, and and I trust them too. I think despite their past, I don't like the Patriots, 
but they're now in silver and black. Now they are Raiders. And Raider Nation, let's have our backs. Now there are folks. Mitch from New Jersey calling in today here on the JT The Brick Show with your guest host, Harry Ruiz. How you doing, Mitch? Good. Not as good as you. Oh, man, I'm living life one day at a time, brother. How, how's everything over there right. in the East Coast and uh, Raider-wise? How happy are you we're not with the schedule, how it got released? Um, yeah, I know it would be tough. If you're going to play on a Thursday, it should be after that bye, which I find it too early. I thought every team would only have to play once on Thursday. So if you schedule a bye before it, well, I guess it kind of screws things up for the guys in the first four weeks. I mean, I don't think everybody wants to get their bye off by done with by week three. You know, that'd be unfair. I really don't like these Thursday games. Well, you know it's going to be a tough schedule. I think if they can get to 10, I think we'll be looking at the playoffs. Yeah, the Raiders, if you look at the math, they have the 10th most difficult schedule when you measure uh, their opponent's win percentage in 2022. And, of course, you can look at uh, the Raiders being in the same division as the Chiefs and the Chargers, and they play them twice, and both teams made it to the playoffs last year. So that's a big part why it balloons. But there's spots in that season that, heck, you live in the East Coast. Playing against Buffalo in September is way better than playing Buffalo in November, December. Yeah, I wish we get all our rogues over with by, uh, I don't know, November 15th, maybe it's just getting great. That can't happen. Um, it's going to be tough. I hope Jimmy can stay healthy. And, you know, if you have games in hand, I want to see what Aiden's got. It'd be interesting. And um, have we signed um, our, our running back long-term yet? Or is still a nickel and, nickel and dime in him? Josh Jacobs, I still haven't heard any news about anything new coming out of that front. I, I hope that he, he signs that contract soon. Worst case scenario, it's going to be a franchise tag. Best case scenario, it's an extension. But I got a feeling both sides want to, to get something done. They need to because if they knew we would let him go, we could have had one of those running backs. Well, I like the running backs that, um, in Texas. I think I'm signing them already. For John Robinson, but look at it this way. Who do you prefer, a running back in the first round where you pretty much paying him a high salary where he's in the top 15 and you're one before even taking a snap, or a Tyree Wilson where you had a seventh pick and you bring in an elite pass rusher that's that might be the bookend to uh, Max Crosby for years to come. That's how I look at it. Yeah, Bijan, he's a great player. He's going to be a stud in the league for a long time, but it's harder to get those edge rushers. That's true. Okay, we'll roll with, we'll roll with that. I wonder if the Lansman, they drew as a running back last year, a big guy from uh, uh, BYU. That was kind of funny now. Maybe maybe, maybe the Fox was going to bring back the running game, even though they have Drake Lund. I wish Drake Lund was a Raider. Have a nice weekend, Harry. Be safe. Stay, stay cool. Thank you. No, I'll stay warm. I prefer the warm weather out here in Las Vegas. Thank you, Mitch. Thank you to all our callers. Mark Jones from the Black Hole is going to be joining us after the commercial break. I'm already seeing on social media the Black Hole promote parties for when the season starts, and I love that because the Raider Nation, they want to come out to Vegas, and they want to party. They want to have a good time, and if you want to have a good time, head over to the Golden Monkey Tiki Lounge at Resorts World. It's the ultimate tropical getaway. Enjoy their delicious island-inspired cocktails and so up the lively atmosphere locals heads up they got specials for you buy one get one free every night from 8 p.m till midnight that's a spot to go
back to the JT The Brick Show with today's guest host, Harry Ruiz. Well, first, you know, uh, my teammates, you know, uh, our goal is to, you know, win a game. And, uh, our big goal is to win a championship. So, you know, you know, don't know who's going to make the play. So you got to be, uh, got to be acting like you're the only one on the field that can make the play and, and be hungry. Tyree Wilson, the newest Raider, who, by the way, he already signed his rookie deal today, so he's officially a member of the Silver and Black. Breaking news, Dan Snyder has announced the sale of the Commanders. He reached an agreement with Josh Harris and partners, so Snyder, he's finally out of the NFL. That would be something fantastic for the league. Hopefully the Commanders get a new stadium out there because it's tough for those fans. They've been begging for new ownership. And, heck, you look around the league and everything he has done, I think the owners in the league are happy as well that he has reached a deal to sell his team. Something that will never be sold is that spirit that you feel when you're a member of the black hole, when you cruise through J-Lot and you feel the environment that only the black hole brings to you when you're tailgating with the silver and black fans, that's unique. And I got Mark Jones from the black hole, which I had the honor of meeting in one of the tailgates, just walking around and he's been a great dude. He's fantastic. You're doing an amazing job with the black hole. Mark, how excited are you now that the schedule is officially released and we got dates on our calendars where we're like, okay, we ain't doing nothing but partying with Raider fans these days. Hey, Harry. How you doing, buddy? Hey, listen, uh, first and foremost, um, we're excited. You know, we're just excited for the season to get here. Um, obviously, having two, uh, you know, road games right off the bat is, is, is a little tough. Um, but, hey, if, if, if it's got to be, you know, two, I'd rather play in Buffalo and Denver um, right off the bat like that um, rather than later in the year. So, I mean, that's all good. And, and yeah, you know, we love having. Uh, we're we're excited to, to see all of our family out uh, in J Lot with our uh, with all of our J Squad family. Um, you know, it's the Black Hole and, and and some of our other brothers and sisters out there like DJ Mike and and all the rest of them. So uh, that make up kind of our, our J Squad family. So we're excited to be back and and, and kind of uh, you know putting that on again. And then you know, uh, like you've seen on social media, we've been really busy in the off season, just really you know just really trying to listen to the fan base, like what's important to them and what they, what they really want when they come here to town and trying to, um, you know, make it as accessible as possible for as many fans to come in here. Cause again, you know, we're trying to recapture that home field advantage, you know, that, that, uh, that we lost, you know, in, in, in Oakland when we came out here and, uh, you know, we've been around obviously since like 1995. So, you know, we've, we've had to uh, really build that in Oakland and, you know, we're really focusing, to, um, you know, on trying to build that same thing here, you know, brick by brick. So, uh, but we need everybody to do it. So, listen, if you're a Raider fan out there, um, you know, get plugged in, you know, find out some different ways that you can kind of, you know, um, help create that home field advantage here. You know, get involved in a chapter. Um, you know, there's a lot of great things going on. Um, you know, and we're getting ready to do some great things this year with Mandalay Bay, um, the band district and flanker over there. Um, they've been great, great partners to work with. And, um, you know, we'll have some announcements kind of coming soon on that with, um, you know, discounts on hotel rooms and different things like that. Again, just really trying to do everything that we possibly can to create an amazing fan experience um, here in Las Vegas. So, uh, you know, yeah, we're excited. Absolutely. Follow the Black Hole on social media. I stay tuned to the Instagram. Patsy does an amazing job. Shout out to her. Uh, tell me, do you guys have a home opener party planned now that we got the date for the first home game? 
Yeah, you know, it was interesting because, um, you know, we were, we've, we've kind of had a, you know, a, uh, a certain, you know, plan in mind. Um, but then, you know, kind of seeing how the schedule turned out, uh, we're, we're actually trying to take it to another level. We think we, we have an opportunity to do something pretty amazing for, uh, for opening weekend, um, both, you know, at, at Mandalay and then also, um, you know, outside the stadium and stuff here too. And I'll, I'll just leave it at that right now, but we're, we're working on doing something pretty big, um, you know, just to really celebrate, you know, the home opener against Pittsburgh. It's a Sunday night game. Um, you know, it's going to be packed here in town. You know how we do it. Um, so it's going to, you know, we're trying to make a whole weekend out of this now and add a couple other events to, uh, what we were originally going to do. But, um, trust me when I say it's going to be uh, a pretty, pretty epic party out there for both Saturday and Sunday, um, for Raider Nation out there. So, uh, and we, we, we're trying to set some traditions this year and, and, uh, you know, bring some new things too. So, uh, like I said, always looking for more ways to have fun, Harry. Absolutely. We're talking with Mark Jones from The Black Hole. Visit theblackhole.com and become an official member of football's most notorious fans. Heck, I'm looking at the website and I see everything that you get from becoming a member and that pays for the membership and even more. And then you get discounts for future events. That's the way to go. The shirt looks amazing. I saw the jackets. They look incredible. DJ NGV, she's confirmed for the home opener kickoff? That's correct. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. We're Angie's awesome. To have her. We're, we're obviously huge fans. Um, the fan base loves her. And again, you know, we put out surveys and different things in the off season, just kind of asking, you know, the fans like, Hey, you know what, you know, what do you want to see? Like what, you know, what would you like to see us do? And, and basically, you know, we took all that, that feedback to heart and then we went out and, and kind of created a program this year, you know, based on that. So uh, like I said, I mean, we're super, super excited about it. And um, like you said, on the membership side, you know, we try to make the membership, um, you know, very reasonable. We want to get as many people plugged in and involved as we possibly can. And, you know, your membership will pay for itself, you know, probably two or three fold over the year, just with the 20% discounts that you get on different events, uh, you know, uh, merchandise. Um, like we have that bump box on there that you were, we were talking about the other day with all the super fans on it. You know, that's like, uh, just with your 20% discount, you're going to more than pay for your, you know, membership right there with that. So, we're trying to make it, you know, something that's that's uh, easy for everybody to get involved in, and uh, and also just just fun, you know. That's one thing that that Raider fans that that we're really good at. We know how to have a good time. So, um, yeah, we're just trying to carry that torch forward here as best we can. Oh yeah, I was out there at the last two parties that you guys had last year, and they were crazy good, man. I had a blast, and you know, one thing that I enjoy the most about having Sunday night football games, Monday night football games, Thursday night football games, that means I don't have to wake up early that day. So the party the night before is even popping even more. Yeah, no, like I said, uh, yeah, we're, we, uh, we definitely like to have fun, and, and like I said, um, you know, all the events that are going on, like, you know, our events, other events, um, and other chapters, other things, other parts of the country and stuff here for away games. Um, we're going to be hosting all that, you know, obviously on our website at theblackhole.com. Just click on events. Um, it'll have all the information there as it becomes available, um, you know, for all the different things going on in away games as well. And we got a couple of things we're planning to do away games um, as well this year. And uh, we'll be posting that shortly and stuff too. But again, our whole goal here is to try to get as many Raider fans as possible involved and plugged in in what we're doing and get this home field advantage back here in Las Vegas 
And, um, you know, like I said, we're excited about all the initiatives that we have, and, and we're excited for everyone to come out and join us and, and, and have some fun and, uh, you know, just keep building this brick by brick here. A little birdie told me something might happen in Miami. Is that true? Uh, yeah. I mean, listen, you know, we can't not go back to Miami. Um, I think the Clevelanders been, been, you know, um, uh, still talked about the last party that we had there. Um, we, you know, like I said, I mean, we, uh, we're looking to have a lot of fun out there. Uh, the date is great out there cause it's going to be really nice. So yeah, that's definitely one of the, um, away, you know, um, games that we're looking at. Um, you know, we're also looking at Denver. You know, we have a number of chapters out there. And uh, shout out to all of our black hole brothers and sisters out there. And we're looking to support them and stuff, too, um, for that. But, uh, again, and also working with other clubs, too. You know, I mean, you know, we're, you know, we're, you know, we're welcoming with everybody. We like working with everybody in the space. Um, you know, the guys at Oost Nation, um, you know, they have a great message out there. Um, you know, love those guys. Um, they're doing a great job. And, again, it's about bringing everybody together. And so all the different clubs out there that we can kind of uh, – work with to help make this as accessible as possible to like all the fans to get out to games and uh, meet other Raider fans. And again, just build that camaraderie and that fellowship, you know, that we had for Oakland. And again, that wasn't built in the day. You know what I mean? Uh, we built that brick by brick year over year. And, uh, you know, that's the same attitude that we're taking here in Vegas. And, uh, um, you know, so we're excited about it. Yeah, and it's only been two years with fans in the stadium at Allegiant Stadium out here in Las Vegas. Even though 2020, I still remember hanging out with Gorilla Rilla, with Rachel off the hook, and all the crowd, all the family that was coming out to Las Vegas. Even though we weren't allowed in the stadium, we were hanging out and having fun outside the stadium and going to eat before the games, after the games. It was still a party out here in Las Vegas. You know me, Mark. All I need is an invitation, and I'm there. And you guys have always been very welcoming with me. You, Cisco. Uh, all the crew, Johnny, you guys are, are the best, and I, I can't wait to party with you guys this year. Oh, thank you, man. We appreciate that. And, and again, man, we just, you know, we love supporting. We love what you do. And, uh, again, to this day, I just thought again the other day I came across it, the best call in sports. People are listening. If you've never seen it, Harry Luis on the Chandler Jones uh, touchdown to end that game. To this day, one of the all-time best calls, man. We love you, brother. It was uh, – I still like, uh, like, 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 just laugh out loud every time I see that man. It was, it was awesome. I appreciate you, brother. Thank you so much. Let's grab lunch one of these days. Yeah, for sure, man. Right back at you. Thanks. There he goes, Mark Jones, the Black Hole. Follow them on social media, the Black Hole official on Instagram. Get your memberships at theblackhole.com. Proud members here of the JT The Brick Show. JT's a member of the Black Hole. I think I'm going to go and get a, a membership as well because I see the shirt and it's incredible. The patch looks nice, the hat pin, the lapel pin, everything looks good. And the Black Hole, you know, when you say the Black Hole, you think about one thing and one thing only. The Raider Nation, the Raider fans, the Raiders, the silver and black, they're always there. When you see a big moment happening in Raiders history, you see Gorilla Rilla, you see Violator, you see Senor Raider. Heck, the, the schedule announcement, Ice Cube was on a Zoom call with all three. That shows you that the black hole is always there for the silver and black. Raider Nation, you got one final chance to call in today here on Raider Nation Radio, 
365-9200 is a Raider Nation listener live here in the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio. I want to hear from you. This schedule, five primetime games, four of them at Allegiant Stadium. And you know what? I personally add that Christmas game as well because the Raiders will be the only team playing at that time. Christmas Day, you get three games, and the Raiders have the first one of them. I personally despise 10 a.m. kickoffs. Why? Because I'm not a morning person. Bobby can attest to that. When I get here at 10 in the morning, when I host the JT The Brick Show, I'm pretty much asleep because I'm not a morning person. I wish I could be as energetic as Q Myers who wakes up at 5.30 in the morning every day. I, I, I can't do that. I tried for a couple of weeks waking up at 7 in the morning and going to the gym at that time. It's difficult for me. Heck, waking up at 8 in the morning to go on uh, the morning tailgate every Friday for me is like, ugh, it's too early. But that's just me. I stay up late. I work late. I try to do things ahead of time. It's difficult for me. So 10 a.m. games means I'm on the air at 9 a.m. That means I'm in the studio at the station at 8.20 or 8 in the morning. That means I wake up at 6.30 or 7, and I don't like it, and I know Bobby is going to start with the sound effects, with the wah, 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 because I complain about it, but it is what it is. It's work, and when it comes to calling Raider games, I love it. I enjoy it, and we are here looking at five primetime games, four night games out of the nine at home for the Las Vegas Raiders at Allegiant Stadium this year. Start at Denver, finish versus the Broncos. Three out of the first four are on the road. That's definitely interesting for the silver and black. And we've heard people say, including JT, it's like, we would prefer it to not be that way. But once you get to week six, it's all leveled out. Three out of three. Three at home, three on the road. That's how it happens. And I'm going to look at the event calendar at Allegiant Stadium around those dates because, for example, they have to play at home in week one um, in the preseason because then the, you got Blackpink World Tour, which I think it's like a Korean pop band, K-pop band or something like that, on August 18th. Then you get Beyonce the following week. So it was okay. We can only play at home in week one in the preseason. And then you get the bye week between preseason and regular season, and then you start two on the road. So we get one game at Allegiant Stadium, and then we got to wait pretty much five weeks until the Sunday night football game against Pittsburgh to be back out here. But... September 9th, they got Ed Sheeran at Allegiant Stadium, so that's why they don't play in week one here in Las Vegas, the Raiders do. And then you get that week three game against the Steelers on September 24th. So there is way more things than just football at Allegiant Stadium, even though you look at that week five game on Monday Night Football, two nights before that on Saturday, Pink has her concert at Allegiant. So you go back and forth. There's interesting things going down at the Death Star, but nothing that attracts our attention more for the Raider Nation than those 10 games that the Raiders play per year or per season, if you want to look at it that way, because one of them is actually going to be in January 2024, and then you got another game over there in February that we hope that the Raiders are playing in, and why not add a couple of playoff games in there? Play strong, Raiders. I mean, there has to be a moment where the Chiefs fall off. It's going to happen eventually. I don't know how soon it's going to happen, but it's going to happen eventually. Things go up, things come down. 
Will it be this year? I thought last year was a prime opportunity when they lost Tyreek Hill, but look at them. Super Bowl champions. It's football. And right now, they're on the top of the mountain. Let's go to a break, Raider Nation, and we're going to come back to talk a little bit about basketball because our producer, Bobby Machado, he's happy that his Boston Celtics are still in it. They're still alive. The Phoenix Suns are out. Hockey, big game tonight in Las Vegas at T-Mobile Arena. Let's go to a break, and we're going to talk a little bit about that. Or if you want to call in, 702-365-9200. Let's talk more Raiders. To the JT The Brick Show with today's guest host, Harry Ruiz. Los Raiders mandando a cinco jugadores profundos en el campo. Solo presión de tres. Ramondre Stevenson con el acarreo. Y Stevenson sigue de pie. Avanza de la 45 a la 40, a la 35, a la 30. Lanza el pase hacia atrás con Jacoby Myers. Y los Patriotas ahora simplemente Chandler Jones intercepta el pase. Chandler Jones se mantiene de pie. Chandler Jones se va, se va, se va. Hasta la cocina. Touchdown! Raiders! Chandler Jones lo hizo! Chandler Jones lo hizo! Consiguió el balón con los Patriotas intentando lanzar pases laterales y los Raiders de la manera más improbable posible en la historia del fútbol americano han ganado este partido! ¡Wow! ¡Lo veo y no lo creo! That was a fun day. That was a walk-off from the Silver and Black at Allegiant Stadium. I had the honor of calling two walk-offs in previous weeks when they played against the Broncos, when they played against the Seahawks in overtime. They won those games on the road. Uh, But I'm in the studio. I'm not at the stadium. I wasn't able to feel the environment. And there, Raider fans were going nuts. And if there was a team that the Raider fans wanted to beat, it was the New England Patriots. And they did it! Now let's hope we get some memorable moments from the 2023 season that will kick off in around four months for the silver and black. And by the way, to continue in the tradition of old man Willie, Willie Brown, who passed away in 2019, don't forget your moms. Happy Mother's Day to all the mamas, to all the mothers out there in the world. All they want at times is a call. They don't, I mean, if you can send flowers, if you can send a gift, that's fantastic. But I've been living away from my house since I was 18, 19 years old when my parent, my mom and my sisters moved back to the States. A call a day keeps them happy. Mamá, está mucho. Feliz Día de las Madres. Willie Brown did it on, on draft day, and then after him, after he passed away, Charles Woodson, Alec Ingold, Marcus Allen, Raymond Chester, they've kept the tradition alive for the silver and black in day number two of the draft. So, happy Mother's Day. Most important people in our lives. Without them, we are nada. We are nothing. Thank you, Bobby. Appreciate you with that. Let's talk some hoops. You're happy. You're excited. The Celtics, they get another day to live. They beat the Philadelphia 76ers on the road in game number six. And you look at Marcus Smart, a defensive beast. He had himself a game last night. 
Smart attacks the paint. Ball fake, switches to the left hand, lays it up and in. Timeout, Doc Rivers, as the Celtics have come to Philadelphia and opened up a 16-point first half lead. 22 points, 7 rebounds, 7 assists for Marcus Smart, who uh, you look at the first half and they were able to keep the lead to get up front. But then in the third quarter, the Sixers, they got their stuff back together and they retook the lead. But the fourth, that was all Jason Tatum. 12 on the shot clock. Smart. Right hand dribble. Floats it to Tatum. He's got to look. Left side three. Oh. Got it! <laughs> Man, these big boys is stepping in the track right now. The Celtics have an eight-point lead. After going down 73-71 to at the end of the third quarter, the Celtics, Celtics roared back defensively. They only allowed 13 points from the Philadelphia 76ers. 95-76 to win. win for Boston. They keep their playoff hopes alive. And Tatum, he knows he's all NBA. He knows he's one of the best players in the NBA. And he knows that the Celtics, they got the potential to be big this year. I'm one of, humbly, one of the best basketball players in the world. You know, go through struggles, go through slumps. Someone that's struggling in clinching games on the, in the playoffs is Doc Rivers. That was his 32nd loss in series clinching games. He has a 17 and 32 records when his team has the opportunity to clinch a series. And Phillip Rivers, he knows that his team wasn't able to do his job last night. We got to move the ball. We got to trust. We got to run our stuff. We got to execute our stuff. I thought tonight was similar to like game two to me. We just didn't trust our stuff. Game number seven is set for Saturday in Boston. Bobby, you're yes. a Celtics fan. That's what they tell me. Are they going to pull it off? They better. Do you think they will? I was out back digging a grave for them during the third quarter yesterday, so I don't know. I'm just I'm pretty grateful they managed to pull that one off. What the hell's with Jason Tatum 0 for 10 in the first half? Hey, but he Greatest said, basketball player, my ass. I'm humbly one of the best players in the world. I mean, yeah, he I'm is humbly one of the best players. Tell you, no, you ain't. Sit down, make a couple of shots, get a ring, then tell me. Once he gets a ring, then you will be like, okay, you deserve to be up there. Shut me up. Dude, but first, dude, it dude, has to happen. If he was in front of me, I would go get a chair, stand on it, so I could slap him upside the head. <laughs> Knock you, it off. You would definitely need a chair. He's a tall dude. Yeah, yeah I but, would totally. <laughs> I'd need a ladder, to be honest. <laughs> there you go. Tatum, he got the win right there for the Celtics. He finished the game with 19 points, 5 from 21 from the floor, 4 for 11 from three-point land. That means that if you exclude the three-pointers, he went one for ten. Yeah, I know. I watched the, I watched the first half. It was brutal. It was tough for Jason uh, the Tatum. Third, but the, third, uh, the, the third quarter was no thrill. That's why I was out back digging a, do- big, digging a hole. What do you think about the Celtics? Now can they go on the road? And do something because they're Joel Embiid's team. They need to put him on, put the team on his back. And I mean, you look at Harden, thirteen points. You know he's he's back and forth. You know, if they throw up the double team of Williams and Harf and uh, Horford on Embiid, and then just let Harden get the points he's going to get, I think they got a good chance to beat him. You know, Maxie's going to get a couple of points here. PJ Tucker will get like about ten or so. But after that, that's about it. And you got to remember, the Celtics do have a lot of depth. That's true. <clears throat> we got sort of. <laughs> we got our first conference finalist in the NBA, and it's a team that they have a squad that can be dangerous against any team, and they proved it against the Phoenix Suns. Campaign in the corner, three pointer, Ross hit the side of the backboard. Man, nobody get hurt out there. Outlet pass over to Murray for three. 
Jamal Murray, who wasn't confirmed for the game until pretty much game time. He ended up playing 35 minutes, 26 points, four boards, four steals, four rebounds for him. A good compliment to Nikola Jokic, who just keeps on doing his thing. Jokic inside the arc. Jokic back behind him over to Casey. Casey through the window to you. What a pass. Jumper what up and in. Pass oh by KCP. Wow. That was what a great. Another triple-double for the Joker. And not just a triple-double. He's getting triple-doubles with 30-plus points. 32 points, 12 assists, 10 rebounds. And with this win by a score of 125 to 100, they clobbered the Phoenix Suns, and they got them all the way. From the first quarter on, it was pretty much game over. You went into halftime, and they had a huge lead. And they, Kevin Durant and company, adios. You know what cracks me up? Besides Sam Kennison. You know what really cracks me up? What cracks you up? All these people, all these pundits, all these guys that sat here. The day the Phoenix Suns got KD, every single bleep of one of them to a man said, and I quote, these guys are the number one contenders. They completely forgot about Denver. And yeah, I know Denver is not the most exciting club in the world. It's not a sexy team. You got to keep an eye on these guys. These guys are going to be the Western Conference champions. Sorry about your Lakers. Sorry about your Warriors. I'm telling you right now, this team's taking the West. Yeah, the Suns ended up being the number four ranked team in the Western Conference, and the Nuggets, quietly, the best ranked team, the best hey, record. You in want the you conference. want a good laugh? Play the Durant cut. Let's go with it. Let's go. Yeah, it sucked. It was. Bad feeling. It was embarrassing. <clears throat> they came on, hit us in the mouth. We couldn't recover. You know, you gotta get them credit for being a disciplined team. Best, right there, be- best player in the league, huh? Yeah, super talented. But if you call AD suit, Dude, no, 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 no. Super talented in my butt. I sat here and watched that guy yesterday. How many freaking turnovers did he have yesterday? True. No, it was brutal. And what's with this little step back jumper that he does? Where he lifts his one leg like my dog. You know what? What are we doing? Here? You need it for the logo. To have something different yeah, than the you, other You players. can take your logo and go go book a golf time. You're done. Hey, he's got extra time. Cancun for Kevin Durant yeah. after yesterday's see, defeat. See you. see you in November, pal. Nice job. And Jokic, he keeps on playing. The finals. What are you going to do during this layoff as you await your opponent? Probably watch my friend race horses in Italy. Be around my family. Hopefully it's going to be a sunny so I can be outside the swimming pool. So relaxing. Yeah, the Western Conference Finals, they go through Denver, Colorado. So that's going to be very, very interesting what goes down out there in the NBA Western Conference Finals. Denver Nuggets, they're not the team that the league wants in the finals because it's like, yo, we prefer the Lakers. They give us ratings. We prefer the Warriors. They give us ratings. But Denver, they don't give a damn about your ratings. They care about winning. And talking about winning, we also got our first finalist in the NHL uh, Conference Finals. Drury, Gostasbear. Back for Drury. Back to Gostasbear at the left point. Now Kokaniemi, top of the right circle. He shot! He scores! Yes, Carolina takes care of business, beat New Jersey 3-2 to in overtime to win the series 4-1, to and now they're waiting wow. for their opponent on the eastern wow. side. Florida, Florida wins today. It's them. Wow. I really expected a lot more out of Jersey than they delivered. I'm really surprised. I think they spent all their energy against the Rangers. 
and they just came in and it wasn't enough. It does happen, you know. If you give up everything you've got in the first round, then you got nothing left in the next round. It does happen. Heck, look at the Bruins. They spent all their energy hey, trying to win the let's President's not. Trophy. Let's not look at the Bruins. <laughs> Another team that Bobby supports. No, 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 no. Let's get this one straight. I don't support the Bruins. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm a Golden Knights guy. They pay my bills. I love the Golden Knights. Go team, go. They're like, keep playing. And talking about keep playing, the Dallas Stars, they're going to keep playing. They stayed alive last night. Rope hits with speed down the left wing. Wraps behind the net. Keeps it on the right side wall. Now delivers in deep on the backhand. Robertson is there to assist in the game. Flip down in front. Here's Hintz. He scores! There you go. Dallas with the win 5-2 against the Kraken. What's Kraken with Seattle? Second year in the NHL, and they're potentially going to be playing in the Western Conference Finals. They're happy to be still alive in the playoffs. Someone that's still alive in the playoffs, and that, heck, they're playing super competitive uh, one day yet. One game they do, one game they don't. One game they do, one game they don't is the Golden Knights. But that's the advantage of having home field home ice advantage with the Golden Knights because they won game one, they lost game two. They won game three, they lost game four. If they win game five, they can just think about, you know what, let's go to Edmonton. If we get a win in Edmonton, we make it to the next round. If we lose in Edmonton, we come back to home and we can take care of business here at T-Mobile Arena. Catch the game here at 7 p.m. in one of our local stations at Lotus Broadcasting. KKGK 98.9 FM. Go there. team, go. There Bobby you. needs the money. Go team, go. And you can listen to it as well in Spanish, 1460 AM with Jesus Lopez and Herbert Castro. Raider Nation, that's it today here on the JT The Brick Show. JT is back on Monday, and then I'll be back here on the airwaves on Tuesday. Have a fantastic weekend. Q Myers and Demon Cotton are coming up here on Raider Nation Radio with Unnecessary Roughness.